So, vielen Dank an Yeshua's Call und dann nochmal an die Band. Und geht nochmal Applaus für sie. So, let's give a hand to them. It's really cool, even though it's so hot. So, God is a great God. Amen. It's good to see your faces and also you over Toss TV. We have a God who works miracles and you know the hotter it gets the hotter is the power of the holy spirit and he will move his mighty arm so that's not a question and last weekend we had our conference brace yourself we wanted to prepare be prepared for the time for what will come so we don't know really what will come but the word of god says prepare yourself and it was a time of repentance they confessed their sins and it's connected always to joy when he purifies us it's a joy and can you say amen to that and we're in a special time when we look into the news the media we can see that um, the end of the earth is close in the corona times so the home pages in the internet are full of prophecies of um, how it could be how it could what could come now and some people say oh it will get worse and worse but the question is what will actually come and it's not only a small section in the Bible but um, the so about the the end time so this is a part of the Bible so it's about the Kurt when Jesus comes back and what will come after it and what will be before it and when Jesus will come back we see that in the Old Testament they they also um, they say it and it's not only that Christians and weird people believe it, but the Bible is very clear. So, so 330 prophecies in the Old Testament, they talk about that the Messiah will come back and the Messiah will come. And then after the death and resurrection of Jesus, we see that the church waited for 200 years. They asked herself, when will he come? And in, the time, in this time, Christians stopped to wait for him and they started to mock and they didn't believe that this prophecy will come will come true and this is the word um, in second peter 3 verse 3 in the in the church but i pray it to to all churches to not only our church but national international churches we experience this corona crisis as a lockdown and that god pulls us to his heart 
three verse three. First of all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming, he promised. And before I will start with a little story, I want to remind you that one of our best friends, um, an American pr preacher, um, he was connected to the awakening in Brownsville, Florida. So it started at a Father's Day and the Holy Spirit came into a church and from this point on people came from all over the world. They, they stood in front of the church building and the pastor, he preached the cross of Jesus and we had the impression to go there in 1997 and we went to Brownsville and there were so many people and I had an idea of the Holy Spirit to, um, to interview this pastor and those who um, were allowed to interview him, this is how we could meet him. The pa this pastor and Suzette Hetting was there and Walter Heidenreich, he was there as well. And there was Steve Hill and this is how our friendship began. And we invited him to Germany and we had a very big conference, Awakening Europe, Awake Europe. Awake Europe, this is the name in the year 2000 and 6,000 people were there and we experienced the power of the Holy Spirit and Steve Hill he wrote a book I think this was one of his first preachings and the book is called The God Mockers and there was one story and I transformed um, this story to our time now, to our current time. So there's a family, maybe a family in our church or at home from where you watch us and they come home after service and of course the preaching and this is the main topic when we encountered God and how the Holy Spirit moved and maybe there are some problems with that and then there are some some things you didn't like and the the new people they will see how it will get um, difficult and this this conversation gets very negative and then he preaches the same every day every time and so on so on and you know it's so easy for us that we lift ourselves up over the truth of God and when we're in a service when the Holy Spirit comes um, we need to be careful when we don't like the way the Holy Spirit comes and we should not touch someone who is filled by the Holy Spirit when we 
think negative of a testimony, someone who tells what God did in his life. When we when we put away, put aside the word of God, then we need to be careful. And when we listen to other mockers, then we kind of get one with the sin of the other. And every time when we say, oh, this was God and this was not God, thumb up or thumb down, so we are in a danger to to talk negative about it and we can get scoffers and what the what um, Galatians um, what you say you will also harvest and when you um, go with the Holy Spirit you will harvest the eternal life. You know, in the Corona time, we see how God moves his arm and people, they gave their life to Jesus in a great way and it's also a time of purification And we need to understand what the Bible says about mockery. And maybe you say, Jobs, this is not for me. I love Jesus. I'm not a scoffer. Uh, maybe in this and this point, I, I have some problems. And, um, but this is not how I mock God. Maybe you feel the word, the hand of God on on your conscience. Am I really? When you feel this hand on your conscience, then I tell you that the Holy Spirit transforms transforms your life, and He does talk to you already. You know, we live in a time in Germany. And the atmosphere, and I think you would say yes, that's true. And it's it it gets darker here. And there is a spirit. So this is the anti-Christian, liberal spirit. And this is a spirit we see in churches now. And yesterday. I read um, I read in a headline my first porno pornography film was the greatest day in my life and this is crazy and I don't know I don't know I don't want to know how many percent of men in churches uh, watch pornography and um, people who abuse children we see these movies what do you want to hear in a service in a preaching you want to be encouraged 
innere Befriedigung, dass sich das gut und rhetorisch anhört und nice And you only want to have a nice preaching or do we really want to open our hearts and to be changed by God? Or are you here and do you say today I open the innermost for you? You know, when you are here in the service or when you watch us, when you watch us and when you close your heart and when you want to mock, then you are a scoffer. You know the word mockery, we see that word in, in different ways in, in the Bible to make jokes, negative talking, judging about people, to take away the, the, um, the value of someone. And again, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. So a man reaps what he sows. You know, what we talk, we will harvest. So the sinful nature, this is our us, the one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. And you know, I want to read something very nice to you. I've, I found that on on the homepage of a church and this was actually for the children's service and it was so cool because it was a description how you can handle, how you can, um, what you can do with spot and how you can, uh, with mockery and how you can overcome it and get rid of it. So Psalm 1.1 1, 1 says Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. And you see, it's very dangerous to be with mockers. And you know, mockery is is a, is a sign, is a characteristic of, of the end time. In the last days, this is what will destruct, bring destruction. Um, the second point, so I've read on that homepage, the one who mocks is pride. So that is in Proverbs 21-24. This mocker knows everything and it's hard to have a conversation with him. Proverbs 13, 1, but a mocker does not listen to rebuke, so 
You cannot listen to rebuke, and this is not only a problem of uh, churches, but you find it everywhere. People who cannot be led, who don't want help, and when you try to, to help them, then you get mocked yourself. Proverbs 9, 7. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insult. Whoever rebukes a wicked man incurs abuse. And then Proverbs 29, 8. Mockers stir up a city, but wise men turn away ang anger. And 22, verse 10. Drive out the mocker, and out goes strife, quarrels, and insults are ended. So this is the answer for some churches, or not. Proverbs 19.29 Penalties are prepared for mockers and beatings for the backs of fools. So, I told you from that homepage, so that program, so what, what do they say? children about this topic and I think we should not be surprised when we talk at home negatively about church about brother and sisters and when the children hear it every day and then they fall apart because this is not a question anymore and then you know the sin or the problem is in the family and not the children. So, so a mocker is a person who um, mocks God and other people who make jokes of God and other people who um, talks negatively about others then the second point work together with your child then you should say how you can um, how you can what you can do against mockers so you should tell what they do or you can hope that they will change and think about how your child can lift these principles at home or in school and think about if, if in your family there is negative um, conversations about politicians, about church, about other things and in your presence don't allow to talk about people, their appearance. We are not made to mock. We should pray about people who did 
bad things and we should not mock about them or mock them. So we should look at mockery in the biblical sense. And there is also this aggressive mockery when Jesus was killed, when when they when they beat him and then they they asked him who did beat you and um, s s most of the time there is this silence mocker so this student who sits in th in the lesson and he rebels against everything what the teacher says so this is the silent mocker. Everything in you says no to what you see. Everything is against what what what's in your life. And through when you when you're silent, you you are one with one with sin because you don't say something against it. So, and the word of God says, when when you think your relationship with God is all fine, then it doesn't have to be like that. So I talk to people who who lived in very in in a sin, and they said, "I feel good." And the standard is the word of God. So you should not be deceived. And you will harvest what you say. And when we stand before God, he asks us, about our what we harvest and Jesus he says look at the fruits because then you will see what kind of tree it is and you know in the last years here in Germany we see so many Christians who fall apart who left churches so half million people in Germany they left the church also from not the state's church but also the free churches and they fell apart from the living God from the Holy Spirit and you you know then you have also children who fell apart who end up in drugs in hatred and they uh, curse the kingdom of God and we pray that God is merciful to him and I, th I believe that there is a point of a turning point when the, the parents when they stand up and when they call and when they repent and you know when we don't repent about mockery when, when we are one with hatred then we live in the same spirit 
there are many fathers and mothers and many children when when the parents walked away from God and their children they 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 stayed with Jesus and there are many parents as in the son of the in the story of the prodigal son and then then there is this hatred and the children they don't know where where's where is orientation and you know the heavenly father he did not follow the, the chill he did not follow his son to the pigs but he waited and waited and, and waited until the son came back and there was this turning point of repentance and you know our life will not be changed when we uh, work in our family history and our life will not be changed when we look to others and when we say you you're wrong and you're wrong and it's your fault but our life is changed when you say I am a sinner and I need to be responsible for my life many fathers and mothers they think they need to follow their children to the pigs but you know you will not save your children through that but you will lose them the heavenly father this father of, of the story of the prodigal son he waited and this son he he turned around and he came back and he said, I'm not worthy to be your son. And then he, he got this ring from his father. You know, mockery is never a fruit of the spirit. And I want to give you a definition of a mocker. A mocker always um, says that there is no value in the others or in something. It always takes away the value. And this is how they mocked Jesus. They said, when you are the Son of God, then come down from the cross. Galilee, this was the oil mountain and they they said to Jesus you're the doctor help yourself you know the stor story is full of mockers and then they were dead on the ground and there was one such a great mocker and then he was dead on the ground and at, in the beginnings of our church and there was a very famous leader 
Um, there was one famous leader, he said, when you will build, when you build church, then I will destroy you. I don't know why he said it. And many, many years later, they, there was destruction in his life. He, he got divorced, divorced, and then he went to the tent, he came to us, to, to our service, and he gave his life to Jesus. And he got cancer and he tidied up his life with God and he was against us he hated us but then he turned around and he tidied up his life with God and I had the privilege to to be with him in the last days of his life and to be there when he went to God and you know the mockers they will fight until the end against this message and a mocker says yes but not in this way I would do it another way but you know they're not um, they don't have their position from God and they they um, put their self above God and they wait until they they wait um, they, they they make jokes about young Christians and they they work against transformation and they are in the religious law so how could it be we experience signs and miracles the power of God it's the same power it's the same healing we see God working but mockers they cannot be happy about it they cannot so mockers so they what did, would you have done when the Holy Spirit came in the Azusa Street awakening the greatest awakening movement in the Azusa Street from morning to night they worshipped God and they had they, they came together. Maybe you would have your problems. What would have you done with Jonathan Edwards when people cried because they were, they, they got a revelation. They heard the cries of the hell. Maybe you have left the church or with a Graf Zinzendorf and Herrenhute movement. They were in the service and they were filled by the Holy Spirit and they, they sang new songs during the service. Kraft Zinzendorf, he was a father of the Herrenhute movement in the 17th century 
And when he was a teenager, he, he took his school friends and he founded a club and it's, it was called a Senfcom Orden. And the motto was, no one lives for oneself. And then from, from this club, um, one of the greatest churches developed out of this. And, you know, there's just one step of repentance. And the question is, what can I do? Are you still with me, even though it's hot? Do you listen to me? So you're heroes. God is a good God. But I think he wants to do his, yeah, what he wants to do. And what can we do? And you know, every mocker can be forgiven. Everyone can turn around. There was Saul, he was a mocker, and he was blind, and then he tried to do it with his own power, and he became an apostle, or the two next to Jesus on, on the cross, the one on the one side was a mocker and he said Jesus when you can do it then come down of the cross and the other said Jesus be merciful to me and you know the one went to hell and the other went to the went to paradise you know the blood of Jesus purifies you from all sin and the word of God says do not be deceived God cannot be mocked a man reaps what he sows and you can be purified by the blood of Jesus and only when you when you train your children not to be mockers then they can stand against the spirit of this world but when you mock in your family and uh, when you show your children mockery then they will not they will not make it and you can be baptized and you can still go into hell so the question is do you know Jesus and I ask you when you watch us over TOS TV I ask you in the name of God it doesn't matter how long you're in church how, how Christian do you if you like if you look like a Christian or not do you have Jesus in your heart in the morning night or do you just come from Sunday to Sunday to receive your blessing, your blessing, your package of blessing? Do you know Jesus and do you know who he is? It's about him and how you, how you are with Jesus, you're also with the church how you deal with Jesus 
and maybe to, today is the day you can you want to turn around and when you're a mocker and or you're a silent mocker or an aggressive mocker or you fall apart I tell you today is the point to turn around to the living God and maybe this is your last chance and this is not only a quote so I experienced so often, often many people came and it was the last time and I was I was shocked sometimes people they had chances and they went to God on the next day so what do you say when you stand before Jesus today and when you, when, when you say to Jesus, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't work through all my family history, I'm sorry, but then Jesus says to you, you're only saved when you repent, when you bow your knees before God. This is the start of all transformation how will you stand before him so let's stand together and i ask the worship team to come to the front what would you answer jesus does your life belong to him